gentlemen, it's time for another rousing Jeep driving helicopter flying episode of Fly Casual. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to wait. It's episode 357, which is why it's the Magnum episode. Stick around. It's a super docket. So, you know, don't get your hopes up about talking about Magnum PI the whole time. But hey, welcome back to another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! You guys remember when we got nominated by the Star Wars podcast group at Best Original Theme Song? Wait, what? You guys remember that? Back when we were still listed on StarWars.com. Back in the day. Back back when back when we were all still together. (laughs) Back before the dark times. Before the Empire. Before the division. Before before the last Jedi divided us. Episode eight. Before the last Jedi. And we were escorted not gently into the goats. (laughs) That's right. They don't don't like the last Jedi? Oh, Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Yep, that's true. That was a thing that happened. 357. Wow. Click, click. My brothers. Something's happening. That's right. From other mothers. I'm not sure what's happening, but it's happening. Except we are talking about firearms tonight. <laughs> is that? Is oh, that, no. That's, nope. Uh, nah, that's not it at all. Oh, that's not it. Okay. I Good. Think, I think the I'm most, not an expert. The most firearm wizened person here may be me. Yes. And that is not enough knowledge to talk well about Do you firearms. own a gun? Well, you you help me right here on a podcast? Half of us own guns. Yeah. I don't own a gun, I but do. I've shot guns before. I have a shotgun as well. Yeah. Yep. I have, I mean, I don't have any high-powered rifles. I have squirrel shooters and a shotgun. There you go. Uh, so, I have yeah. a three fifty seven. I have plinkers. I don't, actually. Dang. I uh, shot clay pigeons. I do pigeons. have a forty five though. What's that? Dang. I've shot, I've shot clay pigeons before. That I've never fun. done that. I've only been to the range a few times. We, my wife wants me to take her to, oh, yeah, we have like a, she, she's got a nine mil, but she's never, we've never fired it, bought it, and it's just set <laughs> in the gun there. locker. <laughs> so, but she wants me to take her to the indoor range in the old Babies R Us. <laughs> she got a gift card and gave it to me for Christmas to take her. I didn't realize that was a shooting range now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The right. Fort Wayne, I don't know what it was called, gun sports. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't get out there very often. Yeah. That's a, that's a, the babies are us no longer <laughs> selling like teething rings now shooting shoot like bulletry. Yeah. Bulletry. And it's a, it's a pretty bulletry. impressive indoor range is as it? it goes because yeah, it's well Ballistics. lit. <laughs> it doesn't feel dark and scary, full of creepy people. When you go in, it's like actually like walking. <laughs> like, it's, oh. not, it's not moldy. Yeah. It's not moldy and scary, but the outdoor range down in Huntington, some good memories there of the when we had no idea what we were doing, firing my dad's old shotgun from when oh, yeah. he was a kid for the first time. Oh, geez. A group of us out there. Petrie was there. Josh oh. from Kokomo was there. Oh, Garrick cool. was there, right? Huh? And, yeah. Well, and we went out yeah. there, and this guy knew we didn't know what we were doing. This old codger running the outdoor range, and he goes, this is a quote. Yeah, shit. I'm going to have to watch this. <laughs> So this old, you know, bow-legged cowboy sidles out there to watch us shoot the shotgun. And I, and this this is something I am ashamed of, Uh-oh. had bought the wrong shells. Oh, yeah, you should be ashamed of that. Yep. Well, okay, so <laughs> on the side of the barrel, there's some very misleading information. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's an old gun, so it it's not, I don't know, it's not 
they weren't really thinking about it back then. Gotcha. And so, yeah, we racked it and the shell just fell right out. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, God. <laughs> come on back in. I'll sell you some shells. So we go back in, buy the shells. And we come back. We're not even shooting targets. We're just out. The shotgun range is apart from the rest of it. It's just like a circle of gravel. Okay. We're just shooting into the trees back there in the middle of this place. And, uh, <laughs> and it was great because uh, Josh got up. And fired and about knocked him sideways. <laughs> Garrett got up, about knocked him sideways. Petrie and I get up. We barely moved, but we're sitting there grabbing our shoulders like, damn, that yeah. hurts. And, he, and the guy looks at us and he goes, yeah, these little skinny fuckers don't know. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, they absorb the kick. Y'all leaned into it proper. <laughs> so, yeah. There's my there's my one uh, f bomb per six months of recording, but it was yeah. Quote. I uh, I saw a video of a guy who doesn't fire. He's a really big, well built dude, but was firing a uh, a fifty cal rifle. Mm. Yeah, and they made him shoot the cal? three. Yeah, they made him wow. shoot the three rounds that were in it, and yeah, he did. Didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that probably has a lot more kick than that. Yeah, oh, shot, yeah. shotgun. Yeah. Oh, when we were at the range uh, one time, this guy pulls out this pistol that looked like a joke pistol from a naked gun movie or something. Like it was, <laughs> it was like it was like the Joker pulled it out of his pants. Yeah. It was the large, largest. And I don't think it was three. I think it was like something silly, like a fifty caliber revolver. Oh dear. Like God. it was like like a joke like gun, a, like a Desert Eagle type of thing. Oh, but yeah, no. but bigger. And so he uh, he clamps it down. Right to fire it because he's not going to hold this thing and fire it. He don't want to break his thumbs. He clamps <laughs> it down right, and then when he fired it, every, at this point everyone had stopped shooting. Everybody's got their ear protection on because that's required. Yeah, and it's outside. It was like when you see an explosion in a Hollywood movie and the shock. It's like the Death Star. When he fired it, you you could actually feel and see the air ripple. <laughs> yeah, from like a hundred feet. It was like, and it I can't hurt. Even, imagine even with that. ear protection on, it hurt. Wow. The sound this thing made. And I'm just like, with my 22 over yeah. here going, pink, pink. Right. no, thank you, sir. <laughs> pink, pink. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to make things go plink, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. 1022 is used by French counterterrorism units, but they're French. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> I think they also um, use an MP5K Navy, but whatever. Whatever, guys. You know, whatever. you need a range weapon. Whatever. So that's everything I know about guns. All right. There we are. Ge- oh, no. Oh. Okay. Wait. It's a super docket weekend, boys. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. <sighs> it is. Yep. And I'm Corey. Over there across from me is Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. Yeah. You guys ready for some super docket? Yeah. This is, uh, as we alluded to last week, it's been uh, pretty packed full docket of stuff mm-hmm. lately yeah all the shows are happening right now yep yep we talked about most of them while you're gone yeah did all of them great well yep. i'm i'm yep. gonna yep. repeat gonna what you guys it. talked about so probably you better uh, not probably. you but, better not we'll probably you're probably gonna <laughs> have a different take on it i'm sure i probably will probably probably and over there match control steve j howie um, a long thing when you introduce me, I'm going to talk a lot of words so that we can't introduce any more people because that's what Mike does. Crossbond down fuse, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Suck it, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, you got dunked on. Dude, I got introduced. Yeah, Yuck. yeah. That's how it worked. You know, the first time I fired a gun, I was in my mid twenties. I went out to a coworker's uh, farm mm-hmm. or like farmhouse. It was, it was a house built on acreage on their grandparents' farm. His siblings lived across the street, and. uh we were over there, and we were playing with drones inside one of their pole barns. Yep, it's Indiana. It happens. And uh, these are all, like, well-educated farm boys, like engineers and stuff, so they're always into whatever is the new thing, right? And we go outside, and they had this cat, little, like, cat doghouse thing with a warmer, electric warmer in it, because they had all these, like, just farm cats, they didn't even have names for them. They just kind of <laughs> casually took care of all these farm cats. Sure. And the farm cats couldn't get in because it's like an entire <clears throat> nation state of opossums oh, had geez. taken up residence in this little thing. And was we, you're literally like our ankles were passing within a foot of these things. We had no idea as we're going in and out the door. And someone looked in and went, oh, my God. And we looked in and like all these eyes, like they were just piled on each other like a rat king of opossums. Oh, dear God. And uh and so they're like, we got to get rid of them. We got to, they can't, now that they know this is here, they're just going to come back. So all these educated engineer farm boys are like, I got an idea. Oh. And they went and they grabbed, I think one, a 22 pistol and a nine millimeter pistol, handguns, excuse mm. me. And uh, came back and like, I got out my cell phone and was recording because we knew this was going to be, it could go south. (laughs) And if it did, we have to go viral with it. (laughs) Of course. And so they basically, one of them comes up behind and nobody wants to get bitten by a possum because that's bad news. It's called rabies. Yeah. yeah. And so, because like almost all of them have rabies, apparently. (laughs) And plus countless other parasites. They're full of parasites. I know that. And so he reaches up, he's got gloves on, he grabs the top of the house and just rips it loose and these things just come screeching. Like it's pitch black outside and it had just started snowing. Oh, dear God. And then it comes like just like rolling out. Just like it's like, it was like, you know, the, the zombies in World War Z. It's like a wave of <laughs> opossums. Oh, dear. And just suddenly. These things are all taken off toward the cornfield. Right. Jeez. And they're just like shooting into the darkness after these things, hoping that they wing a couple of them to just convince them not to come back. And, That's a uh, terrible story. Oh, and then they let me. <laughs> then they 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 dared me to shoot one of them once, and I was scared <laughs> to death because I'd never fired a gun. First, that was my very first, very first one I've ever fired. I fired at the darkness where opossums had been previously. Mm-hmm. 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 I could have killed. I might have nailed one. You don't know. <laughs> you don't it's know. Too dark to find out. <laughs> too cold. Anyway, do we have uh? Do we have some uh? Some do we have any? Is it possible that it's Time for some. No, there's no unless, news today. Unless somebody else has something that we want to talk about. <laughs> Hold on, let I me check the know. the celebrity obituaries. <laughs> oh no, Maggie Smith. Oh no, they're all oh, dead. God. No. Start playing like the sad music they play at the Oscars as we just review the celebrity obits. It's a new segment. Oh, let's do the celebrity obits in Limerick. Oh, oh be, there you go. Yeah, kind of makes really, you think. Maybe do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. not me. Twice. That's Garrick. But yeah. Well, if that's the case, why don't we jump into it? Start Let's getting do this it. docket flowing. Let's do it. Dockerize me. Uh, uh, yeah.
Well, I guess we should start with Mike because he's probably got more. Ugh. Um, <laughs> see, I'm in the middle of all my stuff right now, so this yeah. is a weird one. I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Mm, um, maybe I'll break it up. I mean, it's not shooting opossums fascinating. But... <laughs> um, I finished She-Hulk. I haven't. I still have an episode. Yeah, Anybody, you're not watching it. Howie, no, I right? am not. Howie, Howie has Howie seen some and was some done. And was done. <laughs> Garrick, I assume you've probably seen all the. Yeah, I've watched it. It's his favorite show in the entire universe. So I think we brought this up a few weeks ago. So I, my opinion on it hasn't really changed. I, I'm kind of like, I'm watching it. I, I've watched it. Um, if there's a season two, I'll probably keep watching it. Yeah, me too. I think the main thing with it that's keeping me on it is that it's only 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> I will I say, consider a fault, but yes, I understand. No, it's not a fault to me. Not, no, especially, for, especially for comedy, man. I mean, that's what this is supposed to be. Well, now that it's fully had time to set that up and embrace it yeah. and be unapologetic I mean, the, about the, it. The, the thing of it is, and I think I brought this up before, the first half of the season was really trying to find its mojo, its groove. Mm-hmm. What is this? It lost its mojo. Yeah. Maybe. But the last, the last couple episodes prior to the the finale up were definitely highlights in my opinion. Yes. The, um, the, the third to last episode was the turnaround point for me. And that was the one with this, with the superhero retreat or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. I might even go be the one before that. I might even go be the one before that. That was, I felt like it just kind of, oh, and really? I can't even remember what, which one that was. Me either. <laughs> Wasn't that the wedding one? Yeah. The wedding one. I you found, like the wedding one. Yeah. I found it. Okay. Okay, I was bored. I, it was still better, better than the the first three or four, or whatever. It definitely gave some complexity to all of the, like, it gave, and maybe when I say complexity, I just mean maybe better perspective for me on being able to swallow all the girl issues, all the woman centric issues that she's dealing with. Yeah, because some of it didn't resonate with me, but the wedding one did contextualize it a little more obviously, so that I could. See, I'm, it up. I'm I'm fine with the girl centric issues and stuff. I'm I'm okay with that for the most part. If it's well done, I don't have a um, problem with it. It just wasn't doing anything for me. But that episode, it made sense, more sense to me. Yeah, right. So, um, the finale, I, I was kind of hit and miss for me. Yeah. Um, some I'm, of it I really liked, and then other, you know, and I don't want to get into too much since you haven't watched it, and some people might be. But the second to last episode with the Daredevil. Daredevil was definitely the probably the highlight. That was probably the the my top app. Dude, hot, they had a, it had a hallway scene. It had a yeah, hallway scene. It did. <laughs> you gotta if you're gonna if Daredevil, then hallway scene. That's the logic. They write like, that right. I like the, the chemistry between the two. I like their romance. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, it works. Yeah, yeah, I was it works. Cool with it so. because he's blind, so he doesn't care whether she she Hulk or her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's actually supposed to be my takeaway. <laughs> Whether she's she Hulk or Jen. Oh, he's blind, so it's okay. I don't, so the finale. Probably, up, I'm missing the point. I think <laughs> the finale. Up. I, I mean, it it like broke the fourth wall and then some. It kind of like took a step even further than that. And I don't want to ruin it for you since you haven't watched it. But um, so that, some of that was kind of weird. Some of it was was okay. Um, but. I, still, overall, I think I'm just going to rate this like a two and a half to three out of five for me. Garrick, where are you on, Garrick, on the five star scale? Like, like way up four there. and a half, man. I love that show. I don't know what it is. It just hit me somewhere. <laughs> right, in, right in his right in his tummy. Well, what tummy it is. I mean, what is it for you? I mean, what's where, what's 
Uh, well, I like Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, I do too. I, I that, think she's amazing. Yeah, you two. I'm, I'm bra- with you. You guys have bragged on her since the start of this podcast. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen her in anything else, but she. I think she fits the role. Oh yeah, perfect. you and Garrick. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you there. I think she's she's right on. As a Jennifer I, I Walters, like, I'm in. I like the fourth wall breaking. I know some people were criticizing it, but I, I loved it. I like the how it didn't take itself too seriously. And I think when we talked about this last time and that episode with the superhero uh, retreat, yeah, uh, there was something posted on uh, Discord. And I, I was like, okay, so this is like, could be a turning point where either goes the typical Marvel route where they're all bad guys. Oh, yeah. Yep. Distracted. Or it's, it, it's going the route. I hope it goes where they're actually, you know, genuine, genuinely wanting to change their evil ways or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think the last episode, like exactly said in the course of the story, what I was saying and I'm like, okay, yeah. So that I think it, I think that last part, I was trying not to spoil it, but I think it was kind of a, how people are tired of Marvel and it kind of highlighted directly the reasons why it was uh, very I, meta. I really like, yeah, very meta. meta. And I, and I, and I like extremely meta because <laughs> right at, right up to that point where it started getting all, you know, it blew open the fourth wall. I'm like, Oh, this sucks. They did it. They did the typical Marvel thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they totally turned it on its head. And I'm like, all right, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, good. I look forward to finding out what this all means. <laughs> the shield. Well, in my opinion, you either just break the third wall or you go straight to the fifth wall. You never break <laughs> just the fourth wall. <laughs> That's my problem with it. A lot of people have a hard time committing to the fifth wall. And the sixth wall is right out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no see and that's the, even the fourth wall stuff because i, I want to say the first couple apps didn't really do that very well it was i think it was for most people or i shouldn't say i, I for a lot of people it was unexpected so it was jarring because it's the like in the first three minutes of the show but it, it just it seemed like, you're like oh wait well, who's she talking to oh she's talking to me Oh, okay. <laughs> like it was but jarring. see, it wasn't even that way for me because I, I mean, I understand when the fourth wall is being broken. I, I get that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but We're it not was, all on your level intellectually. It was ambiguous grandma. the first couple because I don't think she even really, I'm not even sure she did in the first step at all. She did in the very first few minutes of the show okay. before she even tells her origin story. That's how she sets up the origin story. Okay. All right. But after that, it, it, it wasn't done enough for you to remember it yes. or feel like it was part that's, of it. That's, and that's, that's what I was I saying after the first couple episodes. I felt like I said, I'm not sure if the show knows what it's trying to do. You guys got goldfish memories or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and well, I mean, for me, I was very much aware of how it was not doing things consistently. And that's why initially but I had I get- trepidation about how I was like, the show has an identity problem. And I attributed that to being a 30 minute show it doesn't have enough time to really settle itself. You know, it's it's trying to do a lot in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Well, and, and again, those first couple apps especially were just set up. So I, I guess overall I was fine with it, but it's I, just I've, not so far it's the not second a, half of the season has been better than the first half. Yes, for sure. The the only thing is is I don't it, it's it's hard for me I don't know. I don't find myself laughing at it a lot. I mean, yeah. there's little spots where like, oh, oh okay. Ah. Yeah, no, the humor, the humor style. And this is what we we talked about this a lot. The humor style appeals more to Garrick. It doesn't appeal to me that much. Yeah. But more of it has. 
more of it has going for so I'm like, all right. And again, I haven't given up on this show. And again, for me, thank God it's only 30 minutes because I feel like if it was an hour show or 45 minutes, it would lose me. So I'm glad that it's not a longer show. This guy. You know what's uh you know what a 30 minute show? You know, you know a 30 minute show you should watch? The yeah. office, Mike. Watch the god dang office. Oh yeah. Get off your rump that's and like, watch the office. That's like twenty five minutes a show. I was gonna say or less than that, probably twenty. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, 22. that's like a network television. Twenty two. Right? Yeah, and that's like 22. the cutaway yeah. talking head style, so it's breaking the fourth wall the whole <laughs> you time. Can, you can skip intro so you save like thirty no, ten seconds there. Yeah, dude. So, I forgot how so short do, that do, 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 it's just Sometimes it's only uh, ten seconds, sometimes it's like thirty. <laughs> yeah. It's just there's a strange allure, and maybe it's just Tatiana Maslani. I don't know. She is enraptured. Like she just absolutely captures your attention. I just actually I I, I like the whole the Everybody whole thing in the that, cast is good. Yeah, right. I was gonna say I don't think there's a real link wink link weak link in terms of the cast yeah i don't think there's a wiki leak but either. but even but the thing about tatiana maslani is that she is the perfect like normie girl versus even though the her acting chops are way more powerful than normie girl but she's she's able to be normie girl in abnormal well, yeah, circumstances beca- but that's yeah that's the strength of her as an actress yeah but you know but the the dichotomy between her and she hulk and you know how she's you know you know I, I've just led such a normal life up to this point, and now I've, I, you know, there's this thing that I can become that I was never able to achieve in my life, and I get this attention. Mm. I like that whole push and pull between, you know, she sits there and say, you know, says, oh, I don't want this, I don't want this attention, but then, well, no, really, there's this little thing in her heart that, like, I enjoy this a little bit, yeah. you know, oh, I like that, right I like now. that back and forth, and maybe that's what it is. Yep. You know, maybe overall the show isn't as strong as maybe I think it could be, but, um, I think I want to think that actress, as they made the season, they tightened up enough that hopefully into the second season, they stay at that level. Yeah, that's where I'm hoping. I put it at like a three to three point five. I, I enjoy it. I'm not. Ex- I don't get excited. Like, I mean, what we are we're two days, three days after the I've last episode it, released and I haven't yeah. watched it. yet. Well, I've watched it pretty consistently every week. I don't you know, I don't watch it as it's released, but like within a day or so, I'm watching yeah. it. So, yeah. which is more than I can say for most shows. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's true. Garrett. Because there's so many. What? Doc it. Uh, so guys, what? watched a movie. <laughs> what? What? I watched a movie. What movie did you watch, Garrick? Nope. It's about <laughs> b- buttholes. Garrick, you have to you've started it. You have to share. What, nope. What was the movie that you watched? Nope. Why are you being so difficult about this, Garrick? All I want to know is what movie you watched. Nope. <sighs> All right. I'm gonna give you one last shot. What was the name of the movie? Nope. Oh, sorry. I I missed my. Oh. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) You watched Jordan Peele's Nope. I watched Jordan Peele's Nope. I've been wanting to watch that. The Leslie Nope story. The Leslie Nope story. How she went from town council to I don't know how she ended that show. Yeah, I forget. Some president, maybe. Federal. Yeah. I feel like she was the president. Senator. No, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I'll no. tell you in a yeah. few weeks because we're wrapping up the office. Okay. So we go right into Parks and Rec again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, rewatching Parks and Rec, but I just got to the point where she got elected to the city council. So yeah. spoilers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So Jordan Peele came out with a uh, movie recently. When did this come out? It came out this year. Yeah, it did. In July. Yep. Uh, called Nope. I finally saw it on the streaming services 
And I like Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. I like his movies, but this one got like n- lukewarm reviews. Not not as good as good. Yeah, not as well reviewed as Get Out. Uh, Get Out was. I like. I love Get Out. Mm, I, did, I loved I it a too. lot. Uh, this me. one, I liked it. Had uh, had the same actor. I shouldn't say I loved uh, it. But I really liked it. I didn't Get Out. David Daniel Kaluuya. Is that how you say his name? Oh, is it the dude? What's from that one Cal- tribe Cal- in Cal- Black Panther? Yeah, he's he's married to Michonne yeah. in Black Panther. Yeah, and he's he's the one what tried to get out. Yeah, and get out. Well, there was another yeah. one that was kind of trying. So he's one of the ones. <laughs> yeah, he was the main get outer. Yeah, the guy. main get the most outer. recent get outer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the get outer prime. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, he's in this. I love his acting. He's so good. He's. I want to kind of hang out with him, but I'm afraid he's too cool for me. Yeah. So I probably feel real intimidated by that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, essentially the, the movie is about aliens and in the, uh, I don't know where they're at, like Montana or some rural place, some ranchy they, place. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it might be in California cause they, they loan out their horses to movie studios. Yeah. And the, also it looked too arid to be Montana in the previous yeah. extra dry. Mm-hmm. Extra dry. Yeah. So I think it's probably somewhere around Los Angeles area, like, but out in the boonies. Yeah. Um, but out. So, yeah. Uh, what I like about Jordan Peele's movies is he knows how to build suspense. Yes. Without it feeling too on the nose about it. Yes. Like, th- there's points in this movie where nope. I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, Ooh, that was a ride. <laughs> so this was a really, it was about space spiders. Mm, you're kind of spoiling it. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> I figured since it was called Nope, it had to have a lot of spiders. It's in about it. aliens that are allergic to water. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> oh, wait, without the spoiler free warning is uh, the, the main character, Daniel Kaluuya. I think his name's OJ. He and his sister uh, own a ranch with their dad, uh, and they they uh, train horses to act in movies. Mm-hmm. And they're I guess I think they're one of their ancestors was one of the first people to ever be put on film, which was a jockey of a horse, uh, and that was the oh. first like yeah. tiny film. Yeah, you've seen it probably. Yeah, I have. I very much have. Yeah, so they they're like the descendants of that 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 jockey guy. Interesting, and yeah. the, so one day they're training horses and uh, like a a I think it was a nickel falls from the sky and kills their dad. But there's a lot of other things falling from the sky, like keys and other other random metal objects are like falling from the sky. And one hits his dad in the eye and kills him, and so he has to take over the farm. And he's like trying to figure out, you know what to do because they're kind of losing money because they nobody's really having horses in movies anymore because it's all CGI, blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of see some weird stuff start happening around the ranch. And it may be aliens. <laughs> Who knows, Howie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 cool. Like uh the f- the first half I would say like was uh, the act one to t- one and two are Halfway through Act Two, are really good. After Act Two, when they reveal what's going on, you're kind of like, okay, sure, whatever. So it's Let's like it's like it. Super Eight. 
<laughs> not that bad. The so Super 8 were like, oh, the first half of the movie is a Steven Spielberg movie, and the second half is, oh. It's like you're, ha- <laughs> you're having so much fun. Like, there's so much suspense because they don't reveal what's going on, or they don't reveal the thing that's happening. Mm. And then halfway through, they do a full reveal, and you're like, oh, okay. But then it's still a fun ride afterward, not like Super 8, really. Yeah. That's exactly what happened in Super 8, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, literally, it was J.J. Abrams going, look, I can make a Spielberg movie. Okay, what happens after we do the reveal? I don't know. I'm just going to J.J. it. <laughs> and you're like, okay, now there's a big giant monster made out of, like, old washing machine parts or something. <laughs> yeah. So, they, yeah, they full-on reveal what's going on, and it, it's still cool. Like, then it, it becomes more of, like, instead of a suspense horror, like, suspense slash horror type movie, it becomes more of a uh, actiony suspense movie. Gotcha. Uh, so it kind of flips on its head right there, and that's fine. I, I like the ride. All the actors are great. It's got Stephen Win Yoon. Stephen Yoon is that how you say that in it? Does he? Um, he's does awesome. he? Does he fall under a dumpster for two thirds of the movie, and you think he's dead? <laughs> no. Okay, well, good. nope. Mm, oh well, yeah, nope. Oh. He does hide under a table at one point. <laughs> no, so. too soon. Close, too fresh. Close, maybe? Too fresh. Yeah. <laughs> does uh, he ever get it, hit with a baseball bat? This is more important. Uh, no. Okay. He doesn't. Right. Well, there's, there's a good chance no. I can watch it. Yeah. He has a he has a backstory. I didn't, I didn't quite understand how it, it fit in. I think they, maybe I need to go back and watch it and see how it fit in. I think I kind of understand i'm trying to be very vague so i don't spoil it i appreciate uh, that <laughs> if there's but, any uh, chance yeah. of me on like uh, enjoying this movie i gotta go in nope relatively yeah. blank like jordan peele he's he's a good director like the lighting the special effects are all amazing acting is incredible like everything the story is pretty good it's just there's there's certain pacing problems through it in my opinion and then like like i said halfway through it kind of turns into a different movie See, I would have but, said uh, almost the exact same thing about Get Out. Yeah. That's the thing I'm worried about. I like Jordan Peele a lot. I like Jordan Peele's comedy. Kim Peele still one of my favorite shows ever. I still watch YouTube sketches all the time. Like, I mean, hey, hey, all the time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I, I, you know, as much as I love Keegan-Michael Key, Jordan Peele's ability to metamorphose into a completely different human being is just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So to have him behind the camera and he comes out with his first big film where he's behind the camera and everybody loses their dang minds over get out. And I didn't get it. Like when I watched get out and I think part of it is the thing that's supposed to make me the most uncomfortable about the movie doesn't make me uncomfortable. I don't, I'm broken in that regard. Like I, I, I wasn't watching, I wasn't watching it with a ton of white guilt which I think was the effect I was supposed to feel. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I struggle with, I usually, whatever I'm watching, I'm getting into that character's head, not mine, you know? And so it did, mm-hmm. I don't think it had the exact kind of that nervous awkwardness of all that. It, there was some, I mean, I could sense it, but the rest of the film, I'm like, well, this, the pacing, I'm like, all right, I get what we're doing. Let's move on. You know, I, that's what I struggle with. But people lost their minds. Like it was, the, I'm like, <laughs> it was good. But maybe we should relax a little bit. I'm like, well, the second movie will tell us, you know, and the second movie came out, like you said, not remotely as well received on the whole, but it's also a different time now with less people going to theaters and stuff like that. 
Second one was Us that he came out with. That one oh, I didn't us? like as much. I didn't even see that. I forgot all about it. Yeah, that one was that was pretty good. It had uh, what's her name in it? Oh man, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, thank you. She, she literally character. called her out. Oh no, you said Michonne early. He's married to Michonne, not Lupita Nyong'o. I got my Black Panther yeah. characters confused. Yeah, she. Yeah, that one was that one was more of like a not a not quite slasher, but it did have more gore in it. Yeah. Than this one did well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to how to compare, but yeah, I, I like his. I like that he's into horror because he wrote a few other uh, horror movies, like Candy, the most recent Candyman. Yeah, I thought I actually enjoyed that one. Really? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, because it like it kind of tied all the Candymans together. The Candymans, which is interesting. It's like a Candyman cinematic universe, which Weird. I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Like oh all right this is what we're doing okay okay cool they had the the original Candyman in it I can't, that that actor's pretty famous I have I never seen a Candyman movie never seen the Candyman not we'll just stand not. in front of a mirror and say it three times I tried. don't do it I tried don't do it don't do it I tried I fell down I just nope. fell down and started rocking back and forth in the fetal position before I got to the third one nope yep. nope yeah nope so check out nope or I'm, nope I'm gonna check care. out nope I feel like if I'm I feel like I should watch. I I want to see him use his skill in something more reserved. Like I want him to pull back. Like maybe not a horror, but maybe something just a little more. Like I don't know. I don't know. I just, I want to see. I want to see different things out of him. I want to see his range. But if that's what he loves doing, that's what he loves doing. That's what it is. Yep. You know, I'm gonna watch it. Watch it. You think I will watch? Nope. Nope. Mm. <laughs> Howie, dog it. Got well, it. my docket. Um, of course, I've been watching a lot of the uh, awesome shows that have been playing, or yeah, TV shows that have been playing recently. But I am going to divert to Halloween costumes. Uh-huh. So I uh, made the kids watch. Made them, strapped them down, sat on them. Made him watch the first Ghostbusters. Clockwork Orange style. Clockwork yeah, Orange style. In the eyes, yeah. And they fell in love with it, and they watched it again without me, like, the next day. And then we watched the second one, and they, they loved that one, too. And so now my three youngest ones want to be Ghostbusters for Halloween. So it's too bad they couldn't peer pressure the fourth youngest one so they could round <laughs> it out. Yeah. But... That could have been awkward. Okay. Because then, never mind. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we're getting the suits. I got the no ghost patch, and I got a, the, we're getting the patches like with the name patch, but it's going to have the first names. Because they would, otherwise, they'd all have the same name. They'd all have the same name, and then <laughs> it'd be awkward. But, uh, and then, but what I'm really working on hard is proton packs. I'm making my own. And they're fully functioning, actual, real. Wow. They actual, actually. You got a nuclear can, accelerator? Yes. Can lasso wow. a ghost. Yeah, I found those. Some guy was giving them away for free. No, I'm kidding. Are I'm you not sure it wasn't shiny pinball yeah. machine parts? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is mostly made from foam. Uh, but uh, I am working in some LED radioactive lights. Radioactive foam? To, yes, radioactive foam. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. That's what the LED lights will do to the foam. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'm having a good good time with that. I'll probably post once I'm done. 
post what they look like. Well, if you're going to post them on our Discord, they better be good. I mean, yeah. LED uh, lights torn would apart. radiate anything that they're around because they're light emitting diodes and light is electromagnetic radiation. See? Ah! See? Full circle. Did I just high school chemistry book you? Yes, I did. Yeah, chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I don't that know was. why they talked about that in chemistry, but they did. Yeah. How many moles of electricity? I uh, I raised my hand when I was talking when uh, we started that chapter in AP Chem, and it, it started off like uh, electromag. There's nothing that can mo- travel faster than electromagnetic radiation, like the first sentence in the chapter. And my teacher, Mr. Meyer, read that, and I raised my hand. And I said, "I thought nothing was faster than light." And all the other AP kids thought I was actually that stupid. Mr. Meyer started laughing because he got my humor <laughs> and I got his humor. All these other kids were like, oh, will you just kick the stupid kid out, please? And, what a dumb, uh, dumb. That was that. <laughs> but yeah. You got, yeah. You got animated LEDs. Yep. And uh, powered by Arduinos, is it? Well, it's actually powered by the Arduino. Well, because Run, it's been powered by batteries, by, but yeah, controlled by an Arduino. No, the battery nano. powers the Arduino, and the Arduino powers the LEDs. Boom, dunked on, roasted. Mm, the, yeah. It just passes the power through to the LEDs. Uh, yeah, when it wants to. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it's the decision making. It has the power. It does have it the is, power. Uh, it is sharing it. <laughs> it's like I would no no. The decision is mine. Because I program it into the no, yeah. they choose to follow your orders. <laughs> oh, it's sentient. <laughs> Crap. These proton packs, they've become life. So, yeah, uh, I'm having a bit of fun, but I'm having to make three of them and work kind of fast doing it. So they're not the. The nice thing about a proton pack is it doesn't have to be pretty. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all kind of cobbled together, dinged up things. Yeah, yeah. so, um, I mean it won't look as cool as a real proton pack, but I don't have thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. so and all the time and all the time. So this will be pretty awesome. My kids are, or the, every day they're asking if the, if I'm done yet. Done yet? We want to play yet? with them now so they can be broken by the time <laughs> Halloween rolls around. That's right. Yeah. So then you say nope. Nope. I'm jealous because my kids got most of her costume pieces in the mail, tried them on, and freaked out because she hates it. Oh, no. So that's where we're at. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Not not thrilled with that $60. Oh, no. 60 bucks. Different pieces. Uh, you know, we had to co- we put a costume together to create a facsimile of a character, and she is uh, flipping out. But she's at that age where... She could literally look like, even though this is an 8-bit character, she could actually look like a 3D 8-bit character in real life and would still freak out because it's not right. Like, she's just that age, man. Yep. 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 Uh, Sounds right. Uh, look forward to it, Garrick. I get it. <laughs> right around the corner, pal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kind of. And then they'll cry because you took their phone away because they were doing something wrong and then i do that all the oh time. they do that now yeah i do that mine are at an age they don't even ask for costumes anymore so <laughs> i'm all right yeah i was really happy you know they do the early the early trick-or-treating at the campground and she's like i don't have a costume blah, blah, blah. i'm like you have to cheer earlier that day just wear your cheerleader outfit for the rest of the day 
But because I posited that idea, uh, no, it was a bad one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so she dug out her Demogorgon <laughs> costume from last year and threw that on. And I'm like, all right, that works. There you go. That works. And I, good thing I didn't come up with it. Yeah, right. That's why I now know, as a father, never solve problems by positing multiple options as solutions. <laughs> Because then all of them are off the table. <laughs> Only pause it one at a time and go. hope they find the one they want. There you go. Oh, golly. So, Sage wisdom. Like Howie, I, uh, I've i been using my hands and arms and legs in my docket. I have oh, spent geez. the week. At Garrick's mom's house. Mm. Finally, we got him over. That's why. That's why I've been limping. I know. <laughs> she does that, man. She really prefers to just stay to one side. And after a while, yeah, you, you got to give it a few times yeah. and then she works you, it around. Mm-hmm. I just figured I'll just switch sides. <laughs> anyway, um, but this week, uh, so yeah, we get, you know, we got the camper, we got the seasonal side of the campground, and they decided, you know, usually it's like, hey, it's October. You know, tenth, we've decided we're gonna shut off the water. Oh, like October twenty eighth. So oh, you need to come no. and winterize and close up, disconnect your sewer and all that stuff. You get like, oh yeah, we got two and a half, three weeks notice. This year they said, hey, it's Monday. We're shutting off the water on Sunday. Dun dun dun. So go f yourselves. <laughs> got him. <laughs> and so uh, this is Monday morning, and I was like, crap, we had all this work we wanted to do. Before, I mean, because once they shut everything off, it's not like you can go out there and do work because it's like, oh, man, I got to take a dump. Yeah. I better get in the car and drive 12 minutes to, a gas station, <laughs> to find yeah, a bathroom. Right. right. So it's like I basically have I've been working from the camper with terrible Internet connection. I literally what I did is I had my phone and my hotspot both set as hotspots. It was easy to do with a hotspot because it is one. Um, yes. Yeah. And I would I would be in a meeting and they would tell me when I have robot voice. And I would just immediately switch to the other Wi-Fi because whichever one's working sucky, the other one will be working slightly better. And then they just switch every 10 to 15 minutes. And it has been the most infuriating thing. And I'm glad that is behind me. But the reason being, because whenever I have a break or as soon as I'm done working for the day outside and I've been sanding and staining deck tiles to make my lake deck all powerful. Dang. Master Lake Deck. Yeah, we've Just got lamp. we've got the deck. We bought an old deck from someone else, and my father-in-law stripped it down and kind of rebuilt it, configured it to our spot, fits our camper perfectly. But it's made from old rotted piers that you gotta be careful where you put a chair down because the foot might just rip right through the wood and Whoops. stuff. So you gotta put these these tiles that they had down, distribute the weight. And I wanted to get the tiles down uh and stained so that because these things look awful. As one thing I really learned to appreciate, as I've not done a lot of restoration woodworking ever, these things are like white gray. If you poured water on them, they just looked shiny because they would just start absorbing the water oh, immediately. Yeah. I sanded, I mean, like literally hand sanding. And oh. by hand sanding, I mean with a cordless orbital sander. Oh, okay. 
Thank God. Yeah, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> the way these planks are set up, they're all like at 90 degree angles from each other. Like my hand would just be ripped to shreds. Jeez. Yeah, no, no. Holy cow. Even with the orbital sander, I had to keep like adjusting. It was like of trying course. to tuck the sand yeah, pad on earth. It still sucks. But uh, that thing paid for itself. I'll tell you this week, man. I used the, I beat the heck out of that brand new thing and hand sanded all of them. And like I get done and I'm like looking at the one and the next one in the stack that just looks like it's a hundred years old. <laughs> just like, so shabby and the one i just did that looks like brand new wood and i'm just like man this stuff is really really serious there's just plastic hook and loop tiles Mm -hmm. and stained them and i've never done anything like that i don't i've not done a lot of staining even really and uh started laying them out and i got a lot of it done not all of it but i didn't expect to get all of it done. and so i am sore as all get out (laughs) and what i found was in the evening when i'd sit down i could watch something and for some reason and in the evening oh i got 5g 25 megs down easy you know when i'm trying to work it's like you've got about a dial-up connection but in the evening i had all the i don't know if it's like the way the trees are turning because it's kind of a recess down in the ground so maybe we don't have good line of sight but Hmm. i uh I, i have no idea what i was watching on tv I have no idea what I was consuming because I was so stinking tired from working full time <laughs> and doing daily, you know, hard labor. Um, but before I finish, cause I'm going to throw a groupie out there. Oh. I did watch Andor. Oh, okay. And the reason why Andor! this was, was going to be my next one. All right, so let's now I'm it. back. Good, good. Cause we're going to, I'm going to feed this. That'll feed right in. I fell asleep right. with the orbital Sanders. Yeah, or no, you love about. it. You love it. Your mom loves it. <laughs> yeah, she does. It's the vibration. Um, good vibration. Mm-hmm. The Andor series, because I was on such a terrible connection, I was watching it in less than 480p. <laughs> and I have to say, if you have the chance to watch Andor <laughs> in like high compression, <laughs> low quality video, do it. <laughs> Why? Because, and this surprised me. At first, I was like, this is awful. I and know where you're going. And five minutes in, I was like, this is the best thing that I've ever accidentally stumbled into. <laughs> because it was like watching an old VHS sure. of classic Star Wars. Yeah. But it was new Star Wars, but it felt and looked like old Star Wars on a on like a ruddy VHS you've played a hundred times. Which is what this series is doing the best exactly so <laughs> seeing it like low fidelity yeah it was actually really cool like i was like i was like crap i know this would be gorgeous in high def i know it's gonna be gorgeous when i watch it again but i'm loving you know it's funny you say that because it's... in my eyes to try to see these tie fighters flying in through the you know this like light storm i'm like i don't know what's going on this is great well the light storm <laughs> was pretty cool but actually i mean you're hitting on something this this series isn't gorgeous no, I mean it's. I think it's it's necessarily and to its credit, rough around the edges. Yes, right, one hundred percent. What we've said, yeah. Star all, Star Wars should be, and the prequels didn't. It 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 because has the that, prequels weren't trying. It to has the classic feel because I mean we're going back to the old original trilogy, right? I yeah. mean where I mean the the whole idea that you know that Lucas liked to spin was that you know I want I don't want two thousand one a space odyssey. Yeah. I want this to be a world that's lived in grimy, dirty yeah. machine oil. Yes. Kind of right. sci-fi. Right. And this series does that well. I am not 
at all joking. This is not tongue in cheek. Go back and watch it. <laughs> and at first, you're not, it's going to bug you, but stick with it and see if it does the same thing it did Gives for you me. Like some old member berries like you're watching it, the old VHS. Yeah, it was like of the OT. It's not something you can. It's not something you get to do. You don't get to watch classic Star Wars and not have seen it before. Because yeah. you've seen it many times. So being able to watch something that felt like classic Star Wars for the first time and it looked like classic Star Wars was a really unique experience. It's funny you bring that really up because I've, I've been seeing lately, kind of on a sidebar here, but um, just in passing, you know, in my feeds and stuff on, on you know, Facebook and whatnot, um, like the new thing in gaming is like these old guys that want to, you know, play their old systems, you oh, know, yeah. their old ps It's not new. And, it's just more mainstream. <laughs> sure. And, and maybe that's the case. You know, they're old Nintendo I'm entertainment systems. You, I live whatnot. in this space. I mean, these guys are <laughs> buying old tube TVs and they're hooking oh, yeah. it up that way. They're not they're not playing it on the flat screen. Yeah, right. That, exactly. That's not a TV that I've owned for a long time. I went out and I bought you that bought CRT to play classic games on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. <laughs> if you want the nostalgia feel how we experienced it back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know if that appeals to young kids. I I doubt it would, but And the other thing is in my camper, my TV's not huge. You know, it's uh Well, like, sure, yeah, even It's our old a- bedroom TV. It's like, it's 30 inches. It's still bigger than most of our TVs were back then. Sure, right. But uh but yeah, it was, oh man. <laughs> it was great. I I'm I'm tempted to watch the remaining episodes in the same fashion, but I probably will chicken out and just do it afterward. <clears throat> this series um, is scratching an itch, and I think we're touching on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, for that old, and and the weird thing is, is it's not. It, it I mean, we're we're comparing it to the OT and the in the feel and all that stuff, but um, it's definitely a more mature series. It's definitely, I, I think it's more of an adult series. Mm-hmm. It's it's a straight up drama. It mm-hmm. doesn't have some of the. It doesn't have the funny stuff. You know the comedy of the original. They never trilogy. once said this is where the fun begins. No, not once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have the old cliches and whatnot. But I think that's what. But it it has. It has the hook of what we've talked about for years, even prior to the Disney trilogy and all that stuff, where we talked about wanting a Star Wars series. Remember, oh God, what is it? Been fifteen years since they talked about that. You know, Lucas was talking about after the the prequel trilogy was done, doing that like underground Coruscant. Um, oh yeah, which evolved into be like the thirteen thirteen game. Yes, which right. Which evolved was the game. into be, but yeah. finally came out in a way as right. uh, the. But that Fallen was Order. one of the quote unquote TV shows that they were talking about early yeah. on after the prequels, and uh, we were all like super excited about that because we wanted a more mature. You know, and also because none of us bought into Lucas's bullcrap about, well, you know, it was always for kids. Whenever he's yeah, like, right. hey, why are the prequels lame? They're not, you know, it's for kids. And I was like, no, the kids think it's lame. I mean, they know it's lame too. They like it. But because honest to goodness, you know, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You don't go, you know, you don't just ignore the fans you've got to try to get whole new fans. And that point why are you using why are you using the same source material you know and i'm not going to say i'm not going to fight the fight that the prequels are only that i've gotten over all of that sure, right right i enjoy the prequels but lucas was one of those guys who would just change his tune 
Oh, I know. Yeah. All the time with however the crowd was acting. So then when he goes, well, I want to do the gritty thing. And we're all like, <gasps> wait a minute. <laughs> so you yourself see the, the difference mm-hmm. in what a more mature version might look right. like. And, and not that there hasn't been good stuff. I mean, I think most people, I would, I'm going to say this and I, I think I'm right in saying this, that most people universally you know, latch on to the Mandal- Mandalorian, but then there's other stuff that people not so much, you know, maybe Boba Fett didn't really latch on. Obi-Wan it's was such a of- mercy to Obi-Wan for all of us to always say Boba Fett first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. It's such a mercy. Um, so, I mean, I would say that Andor is closer to like a Mandalorian. So there's more mature, but even Mandalorian way more still than Mandalorian, way more mature than yeah, Mando. Right. Exactly. So, and I've been trying to think about this, what I really like about the show, because in all honesty and or we keep saying the word mature and um you know it's a more adult series it's more you know cerebral in the sense that you gotta kind of pay attention to what's going on and 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 things like that it's not it's not all spoon fed to you well i think this reveals kind of the contrast as popular as mando is we also know that it has weak points right but it's hard to kind of it's been hard to kind of contextualize it because mando is until now, and other than Rogue One, the most serious Star Wars we've received in the Correct. Disney area because yes. it, it gets downright well, silly. And times. I, you know, With as a far little, as a little bit of Bad Batch and and Rebels, yeah, a, a little, little bit, bit. But I, I would say up till this point, Mando and probably Rogue One are the closest that we could get to look feel. Um, uh, you know, overall of the original trilogy. Well, yeah, and and this one. This one's different than that. It's different. But see, what this pointed out to me, what Andor, and it's not over yet, but what it's pointed out to me is that I don't watch Mando with concern for the stakes. I watch Mando because I want to see what's the next big set piece. What's the next cool thing he's going to do to take Mm -hmm. someone down? Sure. What's the next cool power that Grogu's going to show? What's the next cool character that's going to get mentioned in a line that makes my member berries fire off? Which... I'm not trying to do, I still love Dave Filoni for doing those mm-hmm. things. Sure. Yeah, me too. Okay. But this series, just, I'm concerned about the stakes as I'm watching. I'm like, oh, geez. Oh, how's this going to play out? Oh, no, that person's probably going to die. That line, that was foreshadowing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't have that at all with Mando. I don't care about that at Mando. Mando, I'm just on the, I'm on a, I'm on a carnival ride. Sure. And I yes. love it. I right. love the carnival yes. ride. Right. With this show, I was concentrating. Yes. Right. Yes. There's a concentration there. It's a slow burn. It's not for everyone. I don't know. I haven't really checked and see what the reviews are on this. Oh, right now, it's, it's an 8.1 on NIMDb. Okay. 8.1 stars. Okay, so. so it seems like it's pretty well received overall. Let me tell you about the last and people I want FYI, to get opinions of. FYI, we're only things. halfway through this, this season. It's yeah. halfway through? Really oh, halfway through. 12, 12 ups. Oh, wow. Had no idea. Yeah. Strap in. Yeah, dude. That's He's, cool, man. Isn't it? Yeah. Because I feel like we've we've had a whole arc already. Well, and the, God arcs, forbid. The thing is, is yeah, we have every character, arcs, the young, the young arc. So every character that they're bringing in, I'm interested in. Yep, every single mm-hmm. one. But the coolest part of this is that these are all new characters, almost exclusively, ex- with the exception of like Mon Mothma. Yep, which and I'm Andor. still. Well, yeah, and Andor. <laughs> yes, yes, and no. He's Disney because new. even Andor. We just had a sliver we of didn't him. Know, we didn't really, we had a didn't sliver of him, about him in Rogue yeah. One. All we knew is that he was willing to kill a dude in cold blood, and we were all like, oh, a Star Wars guy. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes that scene 
even the six episodes we've watched mm-hmm. and knowing a bit about his backstory, that makes that scene a bit there, different. Yeah, there's already mm-hmm. more context. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> already. Sure. Yeah. Yes, they've earned it because we've seen him do that yeah. before. So, yeah. But, okay, so it is, it's a slow burn, but it's interesting, it's gripping, and we're not relying on old Star Wars cliches like the Force and Jedi and all this stuff. This is just a straight-up drama. all I've wanted. Yeah. Not once... Are we talking about Jedi or the Force? No, not even or not lightsabers. Once. There's not even a reference so far because to my originally knowledge. no one really re- even remembered. No one talked about it. It was forbidden to even you know. It was scary. Yes. Inquisitors are going around murdering anybody anything to do with it. So people are like, you know what? We're just gonna ignore this ever happened. You know, mm-hmm. so that maybe all of that can just be a thing of the past. That's why Luke's like, huh? What? I'm gonna stare in the end of the lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Rogue One was up until the end when Darth Vader yes. murdered all one of kids. one of the best scenes in and, Star and Wars. That, <laughs> yeah. it, they earned such a random thing at the end. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Because they didn't go near any of it, and when it happened, you were like. <gasps> That's how they're going. Yes, this is how we're paving right into the previous movie. We're not just going to lop it off with a 45 minute gap. We're going to pave right into it with that scene. And it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I love you guys. You guys know the showrunner and all that. Who's doing this? Tony Gilroy. You guys know who the guy they did Rogue One. He was the cleanup guy on Rogue One. Okay, so So he was the cleanup. He's the cleanup dude. You know that took over for um, and apparently he Gareth Edwards. Yes, he cleaned up Gareth Edwards on Godzilla Godzilla. as well. Yes. (laughs) So once I such a good one on that. I mean, um, Godzilla. Well, you I, have to question whatever. how much worse was it? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, we can't boy. blame Ron Howard either. <laughs> but on Rogue One, he definitely earned his stripes. I mean, from from all that we've heard, you know, yeah. from behind the it, scenes. And in stuff. my so, opinion, it's the best movie that's come out. Oh yeah. Oh, in the Disney era. In the Disney. Era, I like this show far. more than Rogue One. Yes, uh, I well, I can't I mean, say that's, that I do or don't yet, but right. I to me, so to me it's all the same thing to me. I mean, it all runs together, so I don't. I'm sure it I'm not even seeing them as two different things. I'm enjoying this more. I will enjoy going back and watching this more. I'm I'm excited once this series or once the season. I'm excited ends, to see where it goes next. One. Yeah, they're earning it. I mean, we're we're following this care, and the funny thing is, and I think I brought this up to you guys a couple times I, prior to this show. I was like, how do you Focus on Andor. Nobody gives a shit about Andor, and we know where his his endpoint is. Yep. So I figured going into this, you know, this is gonna be Rebellion era. It's it, the stories are gonna be basically each episode is gonna be a one off where he's connecting with a new character, and yep. we learn about them, and yep. they do a mission. Writers are smarter than us. You're not supposed to care about Andor. You're yeah. supposed to feel like Andor and how he feels about the other characters. Yeah, sure. And yeah, they totally went the direction I didn't think they would go, and they're succeeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. hands down, my favorite Star Wars television series. Oh, easy. Well, yeah, I I don't know. Mando's still up there for me. That's I like, love I Mando, could, but I'm fine bouncing back and forth between these two. This, this yeah. they're the, two different things. The, that's, that is that's the right. space okay I want to operate right. anywhere yep. in between these two is perfect. Yeah, like agreed. Front agreed. to the other, and yes, anywhere. In those between. are my extremes. Yeah, from Mando the, with the more fantastical down to more realistic and gritty and you know a, a good adult story yeah yes i agree i want to be between those two yep i boba fett obi-wan eh. obi-wan <laughs> I mean, no i love boba fett for what it was and yeah a one-off i'm, I'm nice, glad boba fett happened yeah but yeah there's 
those two right now are yeah top tier yeah let's just hope ahsoka operates in that region that you're talking ahsoka's going to stretch it a little further past mando is my prediction it is because it's it's going to be jedi based yeah well i mean they already set it up with the episodes of book of boba fett that were about mando Mm -hmm. and grogu they've already that was their stretch step right i think they're going to stay right about there there's going to be a little more but i don't think they're going to go too hard and heavy. They're we'll not see when go, they reveal Ezra. We'll I don't think we'll go any further than the Rebel series did. No, which I, is I fine with me because I'm. I mean, the Rebel series went pretty crazy far in that. It I, did. That it did, and but I'm okay with that because the, the the direction they took the Force stuff. Yeah, was I'm all in on that. I loved that. Even like the giant mysterious planet dude, or whatever his name was, sounded like Patrick Stewart. Uh, that big, like, big goat-headed oh, dude, furry talk- dude with the horns. You're talking oh. about Doctor Who? Yeah, the Doctor doc- Who. Yeah. <laughs> that was Doctor Who? Yeah. I didn't realize Yeah, one that. of them. Yeah. Scottish one? No, the, uh, the, the, the guy from the 70s. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I, uh, maybe yes, I did, I forgot. Even that. I like, I mean, if we're going to go, if we're talking the force, I guess I'm going to amend what you said a little bit. Okay. I, I, I would not stop at Manda. I would stop at Rebels. Don't make it about saber dancing. Make it about the metaphysical crazy side of the force. Yes. Is what you're saying. If you're right. going to take me to the force, make it mysterious. Yes. Not Obi-Wan force. Yeah. Rebels force. Yeah. Obi-Wan's where like- it's, we're learning new things about the force that we never knew before. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. And I think maybe you'll get a little bit of that. Me- from a I don't think it'll go as far as Rebels. No, no, it won't. It won't. And it shouldn't. I don't think. Yeah, I know. I've said this a lot uh, in the past. Um, I get tired of prequel era yeah. type of series, but this one has surprised me. Oh yeah, and 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 because it, because it's hitting a, a a topic that they don't they haven't really. There's really been a hundred different takes on it, but there's room for a hundred more. Well, yeah, they haven't done it in this kind of way where it's more serious. Yeah. You know, and it's just, man, I never thought that. I mean, of course, I was like, okay, yeah, Andor series for sure. I'll I'll check it out. But I never thought I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm I don't think I'm anybody in. took a crap on this series before it came out more than me. Thank you very much. I have been hiking up my pants and pooping on this series since it was announced. And I am 100%. They have rubbed my nose in it. And I accept my lumps. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to. Yeah. I'm happy. Has, to, let me ask. This. Have you accept Has your lumps? anybody <laughs> like with friends or even on the internet seen anything negative about this show? I've not I talked mean, to anyone. That's I the am thing, so that, yeah. far from social media and everything and all the websites that would get into bitter fights or like try to like yeah. throw one group of fans under the bus. I right. don't. I'm not there anymore. I don't live in that space no more. You know what? I mean, I'm on the internet and I don't do Twitter, but I'm on the internet enough to to see that stuff. And I have seen almost nothing pop up regarding Andor. I've seen a few positive comments on Saltier Than Crate on Reddit. <laughs> and oh, you, don't, really? you don't get a lot of positive comments on Saltier Crate. <laughs> they hate the Space AKs. They, wow. the, the, Why, though? That, okay, to me, uh, that no, no, no. is those so... Were, those were the laziest adaptation of Real Weapons Yes, mm. there have been cl- like the, you know there's been a, like a luger here or there that's very obvious, <laughs> but those that does not bug that me literally at looks all. like someone gave them a bottle of silver testers and said make a Star Wars weapon. Here's an AK, and they just yeah, went, that's what they oh, did back in the day. I'm gonna paint the slide, slap some crap Done. on it. 
Like those are that that I don't, was pretty. It late. doesn't bug me at all. Slave one was a street lamp. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Million Falcon was IG eighty eight was olive. a drink dispenser. It, no, yeah, he was a space drink dispenser. That's different. That's different, Mike. <laughs> a space keg. Nobody's bringing up Wilro just running around clutching his ice cream maker because it doesn't matter anymore. We know it's a personal safe. Retcon. Retcon. I think I've. I've I've only the only I've seen mostly positive. I mean, I don't go looking for reviews. Yeah, I don't either. But I, I did catch like some neg. I wouldn't call it negative, but some people said it was too slow. Yeah. So and you that's know, I, that's fair. I never thought that. No. Yeah. I don't know that it, it is fair because I never fair. I never for once like, thought this for, was slow. for a lay person. My wife won't watch it. She watched the first episode and she's like, I'm done. She yeah. couldn't get past it. Like kids. And I don't like blame her. Kids like uh, maybe up to like ten or. Maybe yeah, it's definitely maybe up not to a young 12. Kid. Oh yeah, not well, it's oh, like yeah. you're saying it's a, that's what we mean by it's adult like and you know yeah, they're not going to enjoy it. And that's the other thing I saw and then I saw some person said there's no wonder in it. Uh, I mean, that might have been before this last episode like said something about how you know Star Wars, you know, brought that sense of wonder and excitement and mm. this show does not do that. I don't know <laughs> that I would I don't know that I would I mean, there's always it's not I, negative. I, yeah, it's just why like, some people want, might not watch it. I can yeah, I mean, see if you know that's really what you're going for. But see, at this point, I feel like the wonderment has been overplayed and overstated. Yes. So to make something a little more personal, well, I think is like is a good. The mo- did you guys see the most recent episode? I think it was yes. episode six. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Like I watched it in lo-fi, man. It was great. I'm like. Sense of wonder, are you freaking kidding me? They had like a celestial yeah, event that was celestial fucking event was pretty, awesome. Pretty cool. Which was, I think, to what Garrick's talking about, was a brilliant writing decision. Again, oh, I yeah. think they knew there was a lack of that. So without going into the force mm-hmm. or a super weapon, right? they did something that... I mean, we have celestial events here. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen the Aurora Borealis in the Midwest which is not somewhere where you normally see it. And that was amazing. It was, it was yeah. like, un- it was like, Oh my God, oh, this is, I know this exists, but I've never seen it. And it's amazing. Like they, they didn't actually really go that far outside the box. They just ginned up a celestial event mm-hmm. that ends up being just a huge part of the plot. And then, and then it ends up coloring everything. Yeah. Cause they, you know, it's a very colorful event. Try not to spoil it, but who knows? People listen to this probably have already seen it. And then they have a part where the TIE fighters are in the hangar and you see it reflecting off the glass yeah. and in the background. Pretty, I'm like, yeah, it's so that's subtle and an insanely good shot. Okay. Yes. These TIE fighters in this series alone, they make TIE fighters scary. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy, that first time you see one, the Bro! flying right, you're like, geez. Yeah. You're like, oh, geez. Oh, gosh. Pooped them. Yeah. The <laughs> second time when it buzzes their. Farm their camp. Yeah, I feel. I yeah. feel You're like what yeah. a beehole. They're all, like, <laughs> they're all co- covering their ears. Like, oh my god. Well, it's super I feel loud. like this. Is. They've yeah. made Tie Fighters feel more real, rather than just yeah. cannon fodder. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is an actual real ship, and yeah. it's terrifying. Okay. Yeah. They're it made, doesn't have shields. It doesn't have hyperdrive. It doesn't have life support. Doesn't matter either. But when you're they're fast and yeah, scary. but when you're a couple of people yeah. with a couple of little guns and a little camp, and you're getting buzzed by one of those, it's scary. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking scary. Scary and loud. Those are so, meant to be so. death machines, not save the person inside machines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, every that's the thing about the show. Every everything's real, like natural. Like the mm-hmm. dude yes. in the observation like telecommunication booth or whatever. Like they're just shooting the shit with each other yeah. as they're yes. you know, walking by. Like you don't the outside of the the first movie when they're talking about the speeders, the two stormtroopers, you don't see that that's ever. A, so for all the things that you're saying right now, Garrick, I am playing with the idea, and I know you guys will think I'm playing with fire. Of trying to trick my wife into watching the show (laughs) (laughs) because this is, this is the most like born identity oceans 11 ish more born identity uh, sci-fi because of how real it uh, like you get the character perspective on this stuff, not the big super wide space shot and all you're getting the character perspective on everything. And I'm like, Maybe she will not admit to liking it, but maybe I can lay some groundwork to actually get her to expand her horizons a little in terms of things that can't happen. I have my doubts. If I I can't get my wife to watch it, I'm not sure (laughs) that your wife's going to watch it. I'm actually a little fair point. I'm a lot of uh, our Venn diagram is quite circular. She's pretty open to a lot of things, but yeah, it was too slow for her. She only watched one up. Maybe if I would have forced her to watch more, maybe. I would have to like pump her full of caffeine. She falls asleep during the first 20 minutes of everything. So <laughs> well, that's yeah, the that's, thing too, is this, it, this is a shorter, this isn't an hour long ep. No, what, but it feels minutes. like everything in it is every episode feels meaty. It's yeah. intentional. Yeah, yeah. There, there isn't like a lot of filler stuff. Yeah. So even though it's a slow burn, I would still describe it as a slow burn. It's still everything's intentional. Everything feels right in place. And you're right. I don't feel like I don't want to snooze. I don't want to start snoozing. When Anybody I'm watching. who says this is a slow burn should go back and watch season three of The Walking Dead. And then we'll have a discussion. <sighs> I, I guess <laughs> I'm like, don't I've start with the slow burn. Well, my wife keeps saying we got to start back up. We got to finish. I know, I'm, the- I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> Maybe we should just set time aside. I'll come over. We'll all just power through power it through. and commiserate. <laughs> so last season, it's almost done. That. You have fun oh, doing yeah. that. No, it's, it's not about done. fun, Howie. It's about proving. It's, you know how it's, you it's know like how, fitness conditioning. <laughs> side note: You know how terrible that's going to be, right? Because right. we're going to get to the end of this, and they have all these spinoff series. There's not going to be any resolution. I know. We already know that. Yep. Well, There's not going to be well, any the, resolution. The to kids that. Re- spinoff series. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else, but why? They why keep, do they it? They keep yourself? saying there's a Rick spinoff, whether it's a movie or a series. I don't know. But why? Yeah. Why? That's why I keep saying why. So Andor, right? Andor. Yeah. yeah am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I, I am. I'm, you know, it's funny. I'm still not like amped up about star wars like i used to be no i've still told my wife i want to take down this wall i want to knock this wall down and she's like what about all the collectibles in the bookshelves i'm like <sighs> archive them box them up or we need to start figuring out how to sell most of them because I'm starting to sell mine bro. <laughs> uh, they do not spark joy i don't yeah. look at them and think i just look at it and go oh what a mess <laughs> there's a few that I would have like oh, oh that's something I really there's love. stuff I I'll never that. get rid of yeah yeah but like I look at like all those all those little titaniums and I'm just like oh, this takes up space oh like 90% of the black series figures I'm like why did I just what do I was I'm, I'm not a completionist why did I buy that you know it's time to go and it's not because yeah. I'm old it's because 
I feel jaded about the majority of Star Wars. This show has stopped that decline. You know, the Mandalorian just wasn't enough because there, you know, the, sure. it would kind of slow the decline, mm-hmm. and I would enjoy it. But then, like Obi Wan would come out, and here's the thing: Acolyte might plunge it again. Because there's nothing about that show that sounds good from what I've heard I hold, yet. I held no hopes for that show. I mean, I'll watch yeah. it. I have no, I shouldn't say hopes. I have no expectations Here's the thing, for that show. It's going to be about Sith and the High Republic era and how much you want to bet they don't get into that mysteriousness of the Force and mysticism and stuff. It's all just going to be about like low-level backstabbery. The whole thing's just going to be backstab, 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 backstab. Yeah. I don't know. That's my prediction because, see, this is how salty I still am. So... But right now, what about Tales of the Jedi, huh? I don't want to talk about that. Tales of the oh, Jedi. Is that it's, a- it's not Tales of the Jedi. It's called Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. What, Mike? Did you miss some news? While, Apparently, while I did. you were having all your venereal diseases. Mm-hmm. Is this a new it's, live action or is it animated? No, it's animated like the Clone Wars yeah, animation style, but it's like different. What it's what what Tales time period? What time period? Uh, all kinds. Uh, they do. I think the what, preview looked like mostly uh, prequel era. Kind it's, of stuff. it's not going back to the comic Tales of the Jedi time period. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. It's, they have like young Qui-Gon in it. And that, I think they go after the fall of the Republic too, because there's an old, older Ahsoka before Rebels. And so these after, are just little one-off little stories. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. little, like maybe a series of three episodes or something. Of different tales. They'll have of to the win Jedi. me over. Yeah, I'll just say that much. <laughs> yep. Uh, while we're here, by the way, I do want to point out that that last episode we had a use of a technology that we haven't heard from Star Wars in a long time. Med Spike. Med Spike. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> uh, we did it last yeah, uh, two, two weeks. episodes. Yeah. Oh, two geez. weeks ago, we did this. Oh. That's what I get for missing. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you missed a welcome back, and that was the first one in a very yeah, long, very long time. time. Holy cow! Uh, but uh, but yeah, med spikes that came. I believe med spikes were originally uh, tales of or Knights of the Old Republic. It was the first yeah. med spikes. Could Probably. be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I was really happy because those. Those are the tiny things that it doesn't take away from anything. It doesn't stop the pace of the show. It just makes me feel. Well, that's what I liked about Rogue One and what I like about this series. And I think Gilroy in general is that he's not, he's not ham fisted with this stuff. I don't feel like, I I don't feel like he's trying to make the Gilroy special. He's not trying to put his name on it. He's trying to make more of it. Correct. Where, and, and I mean, the opposite of this would be the solo movie, which I liked, but that got pretty ham-fisted at, at certain spots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're like, oh, we need to touch on every Han Solo trope. Trope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we don't need to explain everything, guys. And I think I think Tony Gilroy gets that. He's probably the only one that gets that. Because even as much as I love Filoni, yep. even Filoni can kind of skirt that line a yep. little bit. I agree. <laughs> I agree. He's still... He's still- green in a lot of ways you know not he's not green with star wars but he's still green with live action writing and yeah this oh this feels so it feels tight it feels, feels very, refreshing very tight right like a twigger just yeah. a little bit here and there like a med spike that's all you need every few episodes right you don't need all of it at once <laughs> i i have to say 
that for only the couple few episodes that he was in, the young kid on yeah. the team, and I'm not going to go into oh, any more details on that because okay. spoilers, is Nimic? probably my, yeah, he's probably my favorite Star Wars character in a long time, a new character in mm -hmm. a very long time. Not just because of what happens in this last episode, but every word he says, every way that he says it, like he's a little aspy, he's a little obsessive. Every word he says, I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's, there's social commentary in, in the, when he's like telling, uh, he's, uh, telling Andor Cassian and like his, his high level manifesto ideas and stuff like, yeah. I'm like, there's like serious social commentary right, right. here that is so much less ham fisted yeah. than having the Weasley brother act like a Nazi in front of a bunch of red banners, you know, like yeah get up uh, there and deliver a hitler speech in front of right. thousands of stormtroopers for some reason right like this is so much more well-crafted yeah. social commentary right. he reminds me of a much more mature mouse yeah i thought the same thing i literally <laughs> yeah. thought he was gonna turn around and like and do a yeah. death stick <laughs> was it the floppy-eared uh floppy-eared hat was that what it was yeah it must have been yeah, must've it been. must have been the God, on top of that though man some of the other characters i who i don't know who the guy I was trying to decide if the guy that hired Andor, that's part of the rebellion. Kellen that is Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård. I, at first, I thought he was in Rogue One, but that wasn't him in Rogue One. No, that was a, that different, was a different guy. But That was a different the white, Scars pasty, blonde guy. Yeah, the Skarsgård character is awesome. Oh I love God. him. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And I also, dude... I've always liked the Mon Mothma character, but the depth that they oh show. Like now oh my I'm God. like obsessed with Mon Mothma. I used She's to always like Mon Mothma. Her her husband and kid. You and, and I, when we saw the actress who played Mon Mothma, we both at the same time for no reason got emotional. <laughs> yeah. You and I right. both turned around. We're both like wiping our eyes like, we're just <laughs> Mon Mothma over there. There's every Star Wars person under the in the world well, that we see Mon Mothma the, and get emotional. Even in the old legends, I love the Mon Mothma character. Yeah. So to see her character in this new canon and going through this personal battle with I what love she's the trying personal to stuff. do because because oh. it's not only her just fighting the rebellion; it's her trying to hold a family together too. And you're just like, what? The and you hell? know, this is good shit. You know, especially after this last episode where her husband's just letting the daughter mouth off and not yeah. backing her up. Yes. You know that she's going to have to make. That that choice and that to me is the most stressful thing going on in the show that i'm like awesome. oh this is gonna well, suck I epically think in a great way they're they're really making every character accessible emotionally yes to to you as a, a as a watcher yeah and you know what the you cool just, thing is is even the mod mouthful character what little we've had of her is really meaty and Oh, I mean, every there's no throwaway. No, there's no fluff. Mm -mm. Like even the stuff that's supposed to be fluff when she first comes in the store and they're chit chatting about, oh, my husband's whatever. They, oh, you Chandra and customs. <laughs> even that there's a reason why they're doing it, mm -hmm. which is very quickly, briefly and blink and you miss it explained mm -hmm. because the driver mm -hmm. it's all heavy, but it's also giving you more background for her yes. and then more how she's having to keep her hackles up mm -hmm. just in a few lines they just throw all that in there and you're like oh dude all the, more snake all they have to do is give me some borsk fela and i'm gonna start uh, dude, fainting one, <laughs> one oh, wow. can i get a boffin in my star wars already it's like a, it's like a running joke now they're purposely not doing it yeah yeah 
They're, and anybody who tells me, actually, in this, they were Boston's about, go, no, eat it. No, eat one. They're, eat a bag of them. Because, <laughs> no, I want a Bothan character foreground with lime. I want Borsk Fela. I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to lie. Wow. Holy cow. Dude, just, Borsk. Just imagine she gets in an argument in the Senate and, and it's a Bothan. You know it's Borsk Fela. You know. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> that Borsk Fela character, for those who don't know, in the old legends, he was the most annoying character for most of the time until not, his not, death. Not, I wouldn't say the word annoying. <laughs> he was the most absolutely infuriating. He was yes. he was the uh, Professor Umbridge of Star Wars. But <laughs> yes, Professor Umbridge was like one and a half books. She got her comeuppance in the first book she was in, really, and then more later, consequently. But over many years yes of right. novels yes right this guy and then was but then they yeah infuriating and then his death scene was like new jedi order you're completely like motherfucker <laughs> yes yep <laughs> it was one of the most epic <laughs> like oh, yeah it was <laughs> I, I i honestly of all the reading i've done in my life top three deaths of all and the other one's probably Ganna Rizode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah and then sure, there's yeah. one one to be TBD. I have I've never bothered with the other one because I got Borsk and Ganna Rizode from the Star Wars Legends, whose death scenes were both just like Anakin's 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 was, was pretty, pretty damn cool. And, yeah. yeah, but I just hated that whole book so much. So it was I, it was that was the high point of that book, but the whole world ship thing. Not Chewie? Chewie's death? Like no, that. Chewie's death. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish. I, I still I, try to picture that in my mind. What about Crix Nadine? Down. What about Crix? Uh, yeah, you like Crix's death? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blew up, up the Darksaber? Yeah. That's right. No. Heroic. No, I, Heroic. honestly, Bors Fela, yeah, in the, in the New Jedi Order, basically, as after the Yuzen Vong have invaded Coruscant, he pretty much at that point he's the president yes, of the Senate, right? Uh, be, because taking facto, over from Mothman, yeah, taken over and Mon Mon. and basically Mon he knows mommy Mon Mana. Sorry, Mon I've, I've had a little bit tonight. He's had some of that fireball, man. Makes your makes your mouth all hot. It does. Um, yeah, like you know, he pretty much sets up this elaborate thing that you don't see coming, and you're like, all right. He's going to negotiate with the Vong, who've just been slaughtering their way across the galaxy. This guy's such a jerk. He's just going to kowtow. He's going to let them do whatever they want. And what does he do? Blows up his apartment with a bunch of their leaders in it and him. He just literally gets them all in his apartment like he's going to kowtow and just blows everybody up. And you're like, oh, Borks just sacrificed himself and took a bunch of them with him. And oh, my God. Like, oh, it was. Oh, oh, that was amazeballs um, but it would be so appropriate for him to be her foil in the senate yes man that's what i'm saying i mean it's the, it's the easiest gimme for okay we need a character to be in the senate we what well, the only other senator right. that, that that's in the movies and and, and shows and stuff is not going to be her foil which would be bail we need to start bombarding or that that weird uh light-eyed chick uh they mentioned her when as a guest to the party that her husband was throwing that was that was her yeah, she's like that real pale uh, alien with the light, like whitish eyes. Yeah. I can't remember her name. I can't, yeah. I can't either. I, I thought that name sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it at all. I, li I liked how the, the Senate, even before the news came out, was just like abandoned because there was no yeah. point in it anymore. Yeah, that was great, <laughs> so man. Good. Everybody's yeah. leaving. She's in the middle of her speech. Everybody's leaving. Yeah, she's people like, yeah. like oh, I'm bored. 
Yeah. It's so great. There's no point. <laughs> They're just there to talk all, and not yeah. do anything. It's just showing, yeah, that the Senate is just a is is a nothing. I want to see I want to see Boris Fela get an argument with her on the Senate and then like hand her a data pad on the slide. Like if you have a need of uh, both and services, give me a call. Like the like a little to- a little gesture of we might be able to help out. I, I know to- what you're really trying to do. And there, boom, both and spies justified. We need to stop bomb or start bombarding Tony Gilroy's Twitter page. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Boris Fela or GTFO, but don't really GTFO, but seriously Boris Fela. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Yes it would. How are, does anybody have a docket that's going to follow up that? I don't. That was my I don't docket. I think so. I mean, Garrick and I played through Revenge of the Shredder, which was pretty great. That's a good game. It was a good game. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. This is on, this is on Xbox? It is a PC and Xbox game. Uh, oh. cross-compatible. It might be, oh. I don't know if it's on PlayStation or not, but it's part of the Xbox Game Pass. So if you have that, you can get it for free, but you can buy it on Steam. And it's basically takes everything from all the arcade Ninja Turtles games and makes a new story and brings in all those different features and tropes and gags and puts it into one really great six player game. Yeah, cool. And I'll tell you, with three players, it's hard to tell what's going on on the screen because there's so much happening. With four players, it's dang near impossible. Six with five players, (laughs) I'm lost. I ain't never played with six players, but I'm imagining I'll just go into some kind of like coma or something. <laughs> Where yes, am I? That's a uh, that's a big recommender. For well, me. boys, let's call this one. We are going to have to call this one. Uh, hey, thank you for joining us on the Magnum podcast. Yes. Why don't you run out wherever you get the podcast? Give us a nice review. Thumbs up, whatever. Like and subscribe. Ring the bell. Um, <laughs> hit the fifth star. <laughs> tap on the thumbs up. Uh, set the meter to high. I'm I'm coming up with. I'm not coming up with other ways to describe rating us. But give us a good one. We reach more listeners just like you. Also, run out to betterkind.com. That's our website. It and is. there's a link, a Discord link, which will take it right to take you right to our Discord channel. Where we talk about stuff like this, we share stuff. We have, uh, you know, memes, stories, news, collectibles, TV, movies, all this music, everything, anything. Uh, there's even we even have a room like just called like other crap. I don't remember what the actual room what was called. Off topic. It's off topic. Off stuff. topic. Which is like, well, all right, we don't have any to just go in there and share whatever you want. You know, I mean, not nude pics. No DMs only. Um, but. In the what? That was a joke. No, Thank you, Gary. Don't even do that. For listening. Thank you. Don't I even appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, we're gonna wrap this one up. Um, Corey over there is Fire Mike. <laughs> Borsk forever. Over there is Howie. Borsk, Borsk, Borsk. Bork, bork, bork. Over there is Garrick. Uh, Borsk. Und wieder the jelly. That was my best Swedish chef. Yeah, that was good. It was right on. Dead on, bro. Yeah.